Welcome to Woke Isn't Enough, a podcast created by two women of color who think that it's time to move collectively beyond checking the boxes when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. I'm Jess Aiden Lee, and I'm here with my colleague, Fiona Oliphant, and we are the founders of Healing Equity United. All right. Hey, Fiona. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing great, especially today. I'm really excited for this um, special episode of this podcast because we have some guests joining us to have a really cool conversation about something that's coming up for us. Yeah, and so since it's been a while, let's uh, reintroduce ourselves for for first-time listeners, for folks who may not have heard of us before. And so why why don't you go ahead and get started with that, Fiona? Sure. I am Fiona Oliphant, and I am a lovely participant of the Healing Equity United team. And I come into this space and this work with a variety of identities, some of which are uh, recipients of privilege and power in the society, and some of which are more often associated with oppression. Um, Regardless, I think that all of our identities are sources of inspiration and resilience, and that's how I move through space and come into this space. What about you, Jess? So I am someone who has worked in the gender-based violence movement for a long time. Some of my key identities are being a first-generation immigrant, first in my family to go to college, identifying as a woman, um, and growing up um, in a blue collar uh, household. And luckily now, you know, I live in Oakland, California with my partner and our two puppies. So that's a little bit about me and that informs uh, the spaces that I show up in. And let's um, introduce Cassie, who's our senior consultant at Healing Equity United. Cassie, do you want to tell them a little bit about who you are? Yeah, thanks, Jess. Um, So as Jess mentioned, I'm the senior consultant for Healing Equity United. Some of my key identities are um, I'm a second generation Chinese American. I also identify as mixed race or biracial as I have a white father. I am native to New Jersey, though I call Philadelphia home. um, And I identify as an educator through and through. Um, My background is in education as a middle school science teacher. We also have one other person here with us today um, who we'd love to introduce, um, Zoe. Thank you so much. I'm Zoe Flowers and my pronouns are she and her. And I'm calling in today from Connecticut, which is the unceded lands of the Pequannock, the Podunk, the Narragansett, and many, many more tribes. Uh, born and raised here in Connecticut and have lived in many different cities across this country. And so I guess one of my key identities that informs how I move through the world is as a traveler and as a journeyer, which I actually haven't really thought about as an identity until just this moment. I come to our call today as a person who's also been working in the gender-based violence movement for a long time and realized that if I was gonna stay in the work, 
I had to incorporate some healing and wellness. Uh, one, because I'm a survivor of childhood sexual assault, domestic violence, and a sexual assault in later years. And so a lot of those things started to come up for me when I entered the gender-based movement and also from looking around at my colleagues in the movement and just seeing what a lack of attention to healing and wellness looks like in real time. Another identity that I hold is a not just a healer, but a tarot reader and an all-around artist and pop culture enthusiast. And so I will leave it there for now. Thanks, Zoe. Thank you for being here with us. I was wondering if you could maybe tell us a little more about the healing retreat that we are, are hosting in a couple months. Sure, absolutely. So very excited for our retreat that's actually coming up in October. Uh, initially, we were planning for the retreat, as some of you all may know, we were planning for this retreat to be in Hawaii. But obviously, with everything that's happening in the country, we just felt like it wouldn't be accessible for everyone to attend, especially since so many of the people that we were hoping to attend are actually activists like ourselves, social justice people like ourselves. And we just knew that it was just not the right time uh, for us to introduce something like this. So what people can expect is an opportunity to really build racial solidarity and to really look at trauma and how trauma shows up in our bodies, in our communities, what it looks like at work. And, but most importantly, how can we address it? How can we start to move it out of our bodies so we can live more liberated lives? Thanks, Zoe. And so I'd love for all of us to just talk a little bit about why this healing retreat is necessary. Why are we doing this right now? And Fiona, I'm wondering if we could start with you. Yeah, thank you, Cassie. I think, at least for me, the why now is because we are at a crossroads where everybody is really weary, right? Um, as folks of the mem members of the global majority, we um, are quote unquote coming out of a pandemic, right? And, and an entire world has not unpacked the trauma of that environmental catastrophe. Um, we are in a time of political assaults on a daily basis where it feels like we are being strategically stripped of our rights um, and sent back to an era where uh, we were less than human, less than less than citizens, less than, I mean, less than, period. While we know that we are continuing to move forward in doing this work, and, you know, part of our, our, our name is Healing Equity United, and from our perspective, you cannot do this work of upholding equity, of demanding inclusion and belonging 
if you don't create emotional space in order to sustain that work. And so we thought it was important, or I think it's important from my perspective to take the time now because we know more is to come. We know there's more pushback. We know (laughs) that this upcoming election cycle is gonna be hard. We know that COVID's not done with us even though we're done with it. And so um, I, I think it's really important to just pause, collectively take a breath, build some solidarity, some resources, and some coping mechanisms to move forward. What about the rest of you all? Why, why now? So, you know, I think that part of the reason that I've been really looking forward to this is because I think that there has been an increase level of racial trauma that's been happening, particularly in the Black and the Asian American community um, over the last couple of years. And it feels like that there hasn't been enough really, like real healing from this um, with the expectation that, you know, we should just all go back to work, right? And resume our lives again as though we didn't have COVID. And I question how we're all able to show up in those spaces when we haven't had regular healing practices at our organizations. I mean, I don't know about um, the rest of you, but I, I do know that a few organizations that we've worked with over the last two, three years have been more intentional about creating healing spaces and practices at work and supporting their staff to do that. But there's still a large number of folks who um, are going back to organizations that still don't have those practices. And now, you know, people are talking about quiet quitting and when really it's um, like people are just doing their jobs that is on their job description. And, and, and And I think that there is this huge amount of compounded trauma that we don't talk about on a regular basis. And so, you know, for me as an Asian American, you know, having to deal with, for example, just not too long ago when a woman was sitting in her car talking to a friend in in Oakland and, you know, this car rolled, another car rolled up on her and basically they were trying to rob her and they shot her in the head and killed her. I mean, that's the sort of thing that, that is, it, it happens more often than it should to the point where any of us are like, are we next? Is this something that we should be concerned about? But then think about, you know, dealing with that trauma and and on top of that, having faced microaggressions over the last couple of years because of COVID being called names. And then on top of that, you know, being a survivor of domestic violence or dating violence, right? And then going into work with all of that compounded trauma and working with survivors. I mean, what is what is happening, right, with that individual? And so I, I really think that this retreat is is timely in that we want to be able to talk about these things and, and we should really be thinking about it. What about you, Zoe? Well, I feel like you both covered <laughs> so much. Um, what to add? For me, one of the things that I can speak to that excited me when we started talking about the possibility of co-creating this together was I have a curiosity around what it looks like to really do this work across 
ethnicity. And just, you know, you talked about the things that we really don't talk about, the things that we carry into our jobs every day and just around the world. You know, we're just carrying these invisible and sometimes visible traumas and where to put it, where to put it all, you know? It just often feels like there's just nowhere to place the traumas as they just keep coming. And sadly, those of us in the global majority, more often than not, we don't have the opportunity to look at each other and learn from each other and what our different communities are doing and what our different communities are saying, because it's like when the attacks keep coming, sometimes we get more internal. Instead of branching out, we go internal. And so um, so I'm looking forward to, yeah, just reaching out, meeting with people, providing opportunities for networking with people that you know, we might not normally get a chance to network with because I think that that is key, you know, and I think that's why you all introducing me to the term the global majority is so important because we are the global majority and it's such a powerful way to look at things and it's such a powerful um, opportunity for power building. And so, yeah, that's why I'm here. Thanks to the three of you for, for sharing that. And I think the only thing that I would add to everything that you all shared is <clears throat> I think the pandemic gave a lot of folks, I know for me um, personally, it gave me a lot of time to do some self-reflection, um, to do some deep shadow work, to acknowledge some of the traumas that I've experienced in my past and that I was experiencing in the moment or that were being re-triggered. And I think that this is just a perfect time for folks to further deepen their learning and understanding of their own traumas and to heal from those traumas and coming out of potentially a time of doing that, that self-reflection work. Um, and so I'm looking forward to having a space to unpack um, and to heal from my traumas, in particular with folks who share my racial and ethnic affinity. And so, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to having that time to unpack um, my own traumas in a racial affinity space. And I think that's a great segue into talking about what folks can expect out of this space. Um, Fiona, could you share a little bit more as to what folks can expect? Sure. Thank you, Cassie. Um, so, Look, what we would like to do in this space, we're having another person join us. Unfortunately, she didn't join us for this podcast recording. Her name is Jenitha. But she's going to be um, sort of laying a foundation of what trauma is and how it shows up in our bodies. But then the importance of releasing it and how, and how if we don't release it, it might impact other components of our ability to show up in doing anti-oppression, um, anti-racism work. But it's not going to just be boring lecture, right? We're also going to infuse 
um, some skill building around, you know, okay, you say we should focus on healing and how do we do that? Well, Zoe, one thing you didn't mention is that you're also a Reiki master, right? So when we have a break in the day, it's going to be an option for folks to practice Reiki with Zoe. Um, We're going to have some uh, mindfulness exercises. We're going to have some um, meditations. We're going to work on deep breathing, have some somatic exercises to not only provide um, healing opportunities in the space, but hopefully to build participants' knowledge of activities that they can continue to do on their own and also share with others to amplify their colleagues' uh, ability to do this work. Another thing that folks should expect is um, some of the affinity spaces, right? So we can have these conversations about, okay, we've talked about trauma, we've talked about how it shows up, we talked about how it might impact us, we're talking about healing, we're practicing our healing. Now, what can we do collectively in our space, right? And then we're gonna have an opportunity after that to come back as a whole group and then just share and cross collaborate and build. I think you mentioned it, Zoe, um, and what you were looking forward to that um, cross collaboration across ethnicity and across race for folks who identify as members of the global majority. Like, how can we build that solidarity amongst ourselves in order to move it forward? And one underlying thing that folks can expect is hopefully we'll take the relationships that we uh, have started in this space and continue them moving forward to build a network of folks interested in doing this work, interested in supporting each other, not only in a reactionary way in times of crisis, but in terms of um, being strategic thought partners as we all continue to do this work in individual in our individual ways. I'll open it up to either Zoe or, or Jess. Are there any other things that folks should expect from that space during the day? Yeah, well, they'll expect to hear your beautiful voice, which is always, you know, a plus for our audience and Are you doing definitions too? Because that's also your favorite thing. But I do think something that you can expect in this space from all of us is just, we're going to show up just the way that we are in terms of having that experience, right? With, with dealing with this ourselves and, and, and maybe even sharing like, what are some of the practices that we've done or that we've gone through? Because we know this is hard. I mean, we look at just a self self care uh, industry. It's, $10 $10 billion, probably gone up since I looked at those numbers a couple of years ago. But it's really thinking about of that $10 billion self-care industry, how much is actually focused on healing versus, you know, things that might make you feel better, but doesn't really address the, the deeply embedded trauma 
that we've experienced, right? So I'm really looking forward to this. What about you, Zoe? Yeah, I'm thinking about the pause, you know, the much needed pause that so many of us need. And uh, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you. Ooh, I am so excited for this. Um, thank you all for, for sharing about what folks can expect. Um, Jess, I'm wondering if you could tell us how folks can register and sign up for this. Absolutely. And so if you go to the Healing Equity United website, so healingequityunited.com slash healing dash retreat. So healingequityunited.com slash healing dash retreat. You'll be able to see the agenda and sign up and also get to know uh, our facilitators. And we'll also include that um, in, in the podcast uh, uh, information. So we hope to see all of you there. Um, and of course, you know, if you have any accessibility needs or requests, um, please let us know when you're registering so that we can take care of those for you. Um, and then just as a uh, reminder, this is a virtual healing retreat and we will be um, hosting it actually during Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, so that's Thursday, October 6th from 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. to 5.30 Eastern. Looking forward to, to having you all there. Thank you for joining us today.